For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I mean, we said these were going to be almost daily, and, uh, you know, that doesn't mean daily. So, there you go. Welcome to another exciting episode of 4020's Almost Daily Rugby League Podcast. We are at the end of the first round of fixtures, uh, and it's been quite good, has it? Apart from people moaning, because people always love a moan on social media, but that is what they do. So, England won against Samoa, 60 points to 6. I'm not going to bring you any post-match reaction from that, uh, because we got on the motorway and went to watch Australia beat Fiji, which was great. And I'm never, ever going to forget the sight of the Fijians singing their hymn pre-match. So much so they've got it stuck in my head. I mean, that's not a bad thing. Maybe they could do a special songs of praise on the Fijians. That'd be great. Uh, maybe they already are. I don't know. <laughs> I don't tend to look at the TV schedules for what's coming up on songs of praise. Now, what I will say is if you want to hear from both the Australians and the Fijians, head to our YouTube page because they are there. Those games were so long ago now. I don't think there's any point in me playing those interviews, but we will listen to the ones from Sunday because I was back at Headingley where we saw Ireland beat Jamaica. Though, did Jamaica still score two points? We'll hear from the Irish camp in a moment and we'll also hear from Ashton Golding tell us about how he did the captain's challenge so well he got two out of two. Well done to him. But first, here is someone you will have heard of. It's Alex Young, his brother. He plays for England. We're not interested in him, but Alex, he plays for Jamaica and he's from Wakefield as well, which is doubly important. I'm, I mean, I'm from Wakefield, so what the, what the hell is in the water where you're from? How tall are you? Uh, about six seven, I think. Six seven, yeah. Like um, Jamaica debut uh, in the World Cup today. How, how was it out there on the field? Yeah, it was special. Like you said, my debut, probably the biggest game I've played in. To be honest, and the toughest. Um, you know, at first it was a little bit of a shock to the system. Some of the contacts, a uh, bit different to Championship, you could say. So, but once I got into it, you know, I kind of. Um, Felt it out in the first half, you know, it was all right. I'm just disappointed in the result more than anything. I thought we'd better value than that. Um, we challenged ourselves to really compete, you know. The scoreline just got away from us in that, in that second half, so that's disappointing. One thing that was said in the press conference afterwards by the coach and the captain, there was no lack of effort out there, but that's one thing you can be proud of. Yeah, yeah, well, I think that should be standard when you're playing for your country, you know, you've got to leave everything on the field. Um, you know, right across all the teams in the competition, I think there'll be, you know, efforts should never be in question, really, and the same thing for us. Yeah, it's a non-negotiable. A starting point for Jamaica, that first game ever in the World Cup, where do you think the, the team can go for here? Not necessarily this competition, but going forward. Yeah, um, you know, all in all, I mentioned that I was disappointed in the result, but um, as far as a, a starting block, you know, it is, like you say, the debut in the World Cup. Um, you've got to start somewhere, and I think there's, there's plenty to build on there. There's, you know, there's obviously some some talent um, to compete with some, some of these kind of teams, and I just hope that you know we really build on that, um, inspire the next generation, and get some of these uh, Jamaican guys playing rugby competitively over there as well. Yeah, now you're a trailblazer for, for the game in Jamaica. What's it like representing your heritage in a competition like this? Yeah, just really special. I see, see my grandma on the sideline afterwards. She had a little tear tear in her eye, and just. You know, it is, it is really special because that, 
that's where you've, you've come from, you know, that's you find out a little bit more about yourself, all these guys being in camp with them. Uh, it's just, just a special time to be honest mate, yeah, really pleased about it. And of course, back to your penalties made by your brother yesterday, how do you think he did? And of course he was here today to support. Yeah, yeah, um, obviously I was good that he wasn't playing with me, but um, you know, we talked it out, I understood his reasoning. Um, and just, again, like, couldn't be prouder of what, what he's done in such a short space of time, you know, it's a couple of years back and he, he couldn't, couldn't get a game in Super League, you know, now he's representing his country. Um, I just think it's, you know, it's just credit to himself for putting himself out there. Um, and backing himself really yeah. Two more games to go, Lebanon and New Zealand. And I guess it's just a matter of putting in the same effort and hopefully for better results. Yeah, um, next week we know it's going to be really tough. We've got to enjoy the experience, play against some of the best players in the world. Um, and just, you know, try not to let the scoreboard get away like it did today um, and, and compete and then have a crack against Lebanon in the final week again. And, you know, it doesn't come around every week this, this kind of opportunity, so there's, there's no reason why we can't just just really go for it and attack that game as well. And hopefully plenty of that great Jamaican support here today will follow you through the competition as well. I'm hoping so, yeah. Um, you know, they seem to stick with us um, despite the result at the end. You know, the big, big round of applause, which we all really appreciated. Uh, so that was nice to see. Um, but yeah, I hope, hope they do follow us about that. Perfect record with the Campsies Challenge. What's the secret? <laughs> Listen, I'm always right. I don't understand. <laughs> no, no, it's just about waiting um, and not, not using it with emotion. Really breaking the, breaking it down and waiting for someone who's in the moment, letting you know you've got your own opinion on it as well. But you know, if you win some, you lose some. I was just confident in the ones that we said; they were pretty clear um, ones, the ones that I got. So uh, we had a good chat before the game and 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 that kind of stuff, mate. So yeah, special signals. Yeah, <laughs> Mexican wave. <laughs> Big game then for Ireland as they take on Lebanon this weekend. Let's hear from after that game at Jamaica from Harry Rushton and first Toby King. You won't remember this time. The last time we spoke was at the old radio uh, and now you're back, sure back playing together again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like being back on the field again after such a long time apart. Yeah. I can't describe it. It's been class. Um, like I, said, I think it's been about four years apart now. It was that grand final last played with each other. So it's been special. It was his 200th pre-appearance that, and um, I got to do a little speech to him yesterday. Put all the videos together with the family and stuff, and to go out and do that. Uh, it was, yeah, we were really special. I think you both the squad to me as well. In the World Cup final, what was that like? Yeah, well. Family are gambling people, which they're not. Hopefully, they might put some on. Surely, I'm not sure how often the two brothers score in the World Cup. I think even the two senior twins both scored as well. So it's a family affair on that try line. Uh, what's it like being in the camp for Ireland for the last couple of weeks? Oh, it's been fantastic. Uh, full credit to Jaden and all the coaching staff. I feel like we're building something special at Ireland, and it's not just about this World Cup. It's about something potentially in the future that we're, we're changing the perception of Ireland. And I think there's no. It's a bit similar to what Tonga did when they changed it and they, um, you know, their national team got behind it and it changed the whole rugby league in Tonga and I think we can do something similar with Ireland. The successful World Cup will back that back up in Ireland and I think there's no reason why we can't go on and um, you know, become a top tier nation. In the performance day, it looks like the scoreline was an easy win but they defended really, really well. Yeah, I think that's the passion they've got. They scrambled, they scrambled really well. There's a lot of breaks that we just didn't finish off. Um, yeah, we need to be better on them. I send that off in the finish. And I think it could have been a silver scoreline if we didn't finish that. But that just shows the passion that Jamaica brought to World Cup. You've got New, uh, New Zealand in a couple weeks. It's Lebanon next week. A massive yeah. game for both nations. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people are calling out the decider. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to New Zealand and Lebanon confident. Um, I think there's no reason why if we perform like, like we know we can do. We can, we can do it. Put some uh, results in. What's been the secret in camp? Because you seem to have gelled really quickly. Obviously, every team's come together, but you've gelled really quickly for them. Do you know what that is, mate? 
the secret to that is just the Irish, the Irish boarding at all. I don't know what it is, but there's something in it, and then you know, Rodin puts the music on, and we're all like brothers, which is why we all, we all, we all connect. It's one big family, like we all, and I think that's what's so special about the end of the year. And I just want to do it more, playing these fixtures because it's just exciting, it's just such a buzz. Finally, have you ever known a game with so many goals kicked? Oh, I know, yeah. I feel sorry for the, uh, the goal kickers there, they're getting unlucky, aren't they, hitting the crossbar. I'll have to do some uh, goal kicking practices and work training. What was it like out there playing for Ireland this afternoon? Yeah, it was a really proud moment for me. Um, that was the first time my parents, or my mum and stepdad had seen me in two years. Um, my dad in six months and my stepmom. So yeah, it was really proud. First time my girlfriend watching me and then also representing my heritage and my family. It was such a proud moment and uh, it was such a good feeling to get the ring with the boys and have a good day. A good result as well. He looked easy on the scoreline, but they defended really well, the Jamaicans. Yeah, I was surprised, to be honest. Um, they, well, when I, the 40 minutes I was on, they were, they were really good. And uh, they fronted up. I took a carry-off kick-off thinking it going to go well here and not folded. So, yeah, um, like, it's a good example to never underestimate a team, really. A great mix of talent in the Indian squad. What, what, is it, what is it special about this team? Uh, I think it's Jed Corcoran, our coach. Um, he's got a... He's got us really tightening it together. Um, we're all somehow ten days we're all best mates, singing, dancing, rolling with his teams. It's just it's, it's been what ten of the best days of my life so far. Having spoken to Ronan last week, he does appear to be the life and soul of the party. I'm guessing that's the case. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he always always singing, always dancing, always got good energy. Even though he didn't unfortunately get picked this week, he still brought the energy all week, and it's just credit to him really. Yeah. How important is it that there is someone? Genu- I, I use the term genuinely eyes, but you know what I mean, in the squad for the No, it's really good. He, he's, he's my roommate, he's taught me a lot really about um, past in Ireland and stuff and growing up there. And I do feel Irish myself, obviously with my grandma, but obviously he's experienced it and it's good to learn things off him really, yeah. And that's the thing about this World Cup, whoever plays for whatever country, no matter where they were born, as soon as you pull on that shirt, you are a great representative of that country, and it means the world to you. 100%, yeah. Well, I mean, I've had two club debuts so far, Camden and uh, Wigan, and that was the proudest I felt, making a debut for, for a team, really. And, I mean, that shows that shows how how much togetherness we've got here, and also how proud I am to represent the whole team. Great support from the Irish day, and, of course, a big game next week against Lebanon. Yeah, definitely. Um, we use that as a stepping stone tonight. I think we do have a lot to work on, um, kicking goals being one of them. <laughs> uh, but now we'll, um, we will build next week and I'm conf- we'll all be confident going to Lebanon, yeah. Have you ever known a game with so many goals hit the post? No, I think we've been focusing so much on our plays and our, um, our team. Everyone was very excited to see Greece in their first World Cup game. They lost to France, as expected, but scored a couple of tries and were very entertaining in the process, throwing the ball around as a, well, you really should do when you are the big underdogs to win a match. And that was entertaining on Monday. And then we had the two best games of the tournament so far. And Wednesday, uh, Cook Islands edged out Wales. And if that wasn't the best game, then it was the game on Tuesday when Tonga and Papua New Guinea met at the Totally Wicked Stadium in St. Helens. We'll hear from the Papua New Guinea camp in a moment. Coach Stanley Teppen alongside Captain Reese Martin, who of course has now levelled the list of uh, consecutive goal kicks in international rugby league. No, in any rugby league. And uh, Alex Johnson. But first, let's hear from the uh, Tonga camp. Christian Wolf, of course, a man who's uh, spoke plenty of times behind the desk at the Totally Wicked Stadium in his role as uh, St. Helens coach, or previous St. Helens coach, I should say. Uh, David Rafita, who is massive. Um, a giant of a man. You don't, I, I don't know if it comes across on TV, but when you stand in front of him, he's huge. 
You can imagine him being on the wrestling at some point. And having listened back to Andrew Voss's commentary, I've tried to get the pronunciation right on this, but I'm sure I've probably still got it wrong, so apologies. Siasuo Takaheo, alongside his coach and the big man Fafita. Yeah, they're a tough team. I said that before the game. PNG, they're, they're always going to turn up. They're very passionate. They always play tough. They always hit hard. They always run hard. And that's exactly what they did. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we've got a lot more in us. Uh, we're going to be a lot better. We've, we certainly uh, learned a little bit from that game. And the most important thing, too, is that we found a win. We didn't play our best, but we found a way to win. And, and that's really important. That shows our class. And uh, we also get... Yeah, a real run into our legs and some real match fitness out of that and we're going to be better next week, there's no doubt. Did you think that's significant? The guys haven't played for some time, getting 80 minutes in a real workout? I thought there's a number of players that look like they hadn't played for a little while and that's certainly the case. And uh, There's a number of guys that uh, obviously had a run last week, but there's a number of guys who couldn't have a run last week for different reasons as well. So you know, as a team we're going to get a lot better off the back of that, we're a little bit clunky at times and Missed a few things that we'll be better at, but uh, you, know, you, you you get better by playing footy, and that's what we're going to do. See so what? Tell us about that passage of play where you put the kick through and be on screen. I don't know how I ended up with the ball. Ball in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously it was last. Um, it was last, so I just needed to get the ball out of my hand. Um, it was good to see the other two front rowers. Um, they were able to get there and score, which was good. So we had something happen over that kick. When was the last time you kicked in a game? See what? I can't remember. <laughs> Kicks goals every week. <laughs> um, Christian Keon at uh, hooker, 106 kilo dummy half. What was? How did that come about? And is it something you'll persist with? Oh look, we'll figure out whether we persist with it through the week. Um, we'll have a look at some video and make some decisions from there. But uh, our sleeve is obviously out at the moment. He's coming to camp with a little bit of an injury and. Um, that's an area that we only had to make a decision there as to what we we're going to carry uh, in terms of playing nine. And um, you know, with Sleever out, obviously we just wanted to put someone in there that we thought had the skill. He's a he's a terrifically skillful player, um, Keon, and done a great job I thought as well. And you know, some of his passes probably weren't right on the point, but I knew he could defend there. I knew he'd play tough, and uh, we knew he'd keep it nice and simple. I thought he got us off to a good start. So. Christian, how special was it to play the game at a stadium that obviously means a lot to you? Yeah, look, extremely special. Um, yeah, you're right, it does mean a lot to me, this stadium. And, um, you know, we walked in the other day for captain's run and it just feels like you're coming home, I suppose. And um, it's got a great feel about it and a, and a place I love coming to. So it makes it special. And you know, I've spoken plenty of times about you know, how, uh, how much I think of these blokes and you know, the way they carry themselves and the way they play. and why they turn up for each other and represent their country and to be able to be here with them at a, at a place that means a lot to me is uh, you know, really special. Chris, I haven't heard much from you since you made your decision. You've worn the colours twice now. Can you tell us a little bit about your, your journey, your last yeah. month? Yeah, um, it feels good, you know. Thank the staff first and um, the boys, you know, for um, picking me in the side and um, to represent my culture, you know, my dad's side and, um, yeah, everyone back home. It means a lot to me and hopefully get the opportunity again next week. What's it been like sort of um, going out there and you know, wearing the colours for the first time? And yeah, it's good. I, I wore it uh, when I was younger, playing like, local footy, but yeah, um, <laughs> it means a lot. Wearing at the um, professional level, um, yeah. Like I said, I'm grateful to be wearing these colours and um, yeah. Dave, how easy has it been to come into a side where 
you're not just a one star, there's about 17 others, you know, yeah, but nah. as a club level, you do have that expectation on you, right? Yeah, no, nah, um, you know, we're fortunate enough to have the Tongan based players, you know, that we have, um, and across the NRL and um, Super League here, and for myself, is just buying in and, um, you know, coming together and coming into the, um, you know, these boys here, Siwa, um, next to me, leadership and that, um, just trying to connect with them and, yeah, play with them. Christian, what? the result tonight means you'll probably miss England in quarterfinals. How important is the, the victory? This one? Yeah, look, um, yeah, whoever you play in a quarterfinal, it's going to be a tough game. There's no doubt about that. And England were really impressive the other night. Um, as I said, I thought they were really impressive. And, and people have talked about Samoa not being where they could and should be. But you can't take away from England how they played. And, and it didn't come as a surprise to me. I know those players and I know how good some of them are. So uh, we expect them to perform really well. But... Uh, if we get to quarterfinals and we've got a couple of games that we've got to win first, whoever we play there is going to be a tough game. Um, yeah, whether it's Samoa, whether it's England, we know that we're going to have to be really good. We're going to have to improve on tonight and uh, we have to work really hard to win them. Christian, you kind of hinted at it there. Jack Wellsby was amazing for England on Saturday. Were you proud watching him tear up Samoa like he did? Yeah, I was really proud watching him. He's a terrific player, he's a terrific person. and. Um, yeah, there's no surprises there. I see what he does every week, so it um, didn't surprise me at all that he was so dominant. And uh, you know, I thought he was the best player on the field. Going to try and steal him away to the Dolphins. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a load of, of questions. I saw him here for three years. See, the were in here a second ago, and they said that they've been inspired by what you guys did in 2017. And and Samoa was saying that openly before their game on the weekend. You kind of created a monster really, you haven't you, your opposition are all lifting against you now, you sort of can't catch anyone by surprise anymore. Yeah obviously like what's, what well, we did um, 2017, um, it was more for our people, it was more giving back to our families um, and now seeing teams like PNG and especially Samoa what they're doing now, obviously not playing for the money but they're playing for <coughs> more for their families, for their people and representing them well so that's what we've been doing um, and it's good to have um, you know, this, this giant you know, giant hair come on board as well, which is good. So, um, yeah, like I said before, we're going to do this for, for the next generation, for the young kids. So um, hopefully one day we can see them putting on this jersey representing um, their families. David, can you just tell us a little bit more? When did you start thinking about playing for Tonga at the World Cup? Um, yeah, I, I was going to play um, the, mid, the mid-year the mid test, but um, fortunately I was, I done my knee, my MCL. I had a couple of chats with um, Wolfie and yeah, um, the opportunity came at the end of the year and um, had a really good chat with my father and um, yeah, I really love my dad and I think it's just the right time, you know, for myself and I'm a young kid and that, do it for him and do it for my family and for the boys and I'm really close with a few of the boys in this this camp and yeah, um, just to do it for my um, grandparents and all that, you know, make them real happy and yeah, it was good. What did your dad say to you? Oh, he got teary, you know, when I said I'm going to play for Tonga and um, yeah, I know he'll be watching. Oh, he'll, he was watching this morning, and yeah, just to do it for him and all my family back in Ipswich and that. So yeah, it's good. Talking about 2017, mate. Um, your cousin Andrew was one of the guys that was a big. Uh, you know, he led that push. Did you talk with Andrew about that decision? Yeah, um, Andrew always wanted um, me to always, you know, come on board and that. Um, I was like, I was 17 back then, 2017. So I was in high school still. So um, yeah, just to, um, you know to see these guys, what they've done, you know, um, back then, it's a real honour to be a part of it now. And um, we're only building, you know, um, we've got heaps of young bucks in the 
in the locker room there and hopefully we'll stay together and um, keep moving forward. Got to ask you the one question I ask you every week. How's Will Hopper on time? I ask you that every week. Is he, is he likely to play in the next game? Is he, is he fit uh, enough? He won't, he won't play next week, but uh, he's a real chance against Cook Islands. And, uh, yeah, I, know, I know what sort of class Will's got and uh, I've got to remember that you know, Saints this year we never lost a game with Will Hopperwhite playing. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that speaks volumes of his class and his influence on the team and I also know how much it means to him to play for Thomas. So um, if he's ready to play Cook Islands, he'll play Cook Islands. If he's not ready for Cook Islands, then uh, he'll certainly play in a quarter form. Wolf, is it the same with Saliva? I know he's really important to you play nine half like you think in quarters or back in the group stage? Oh, look, I think he'll be a little bit earlier. He'll uh, be a chance for next week against Wales, and if he's not quite right, then we'll save him for Cook Islands and, and go from there. Please, yeah. you've equaled the world record tonight. Um, 41 consecutive kicks without missing. How does that feel? Um, yeah, it's it's a great personal achievement. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, for me, I just... One of, that's my job really in my, for my team and um, yeah to, to get 41 it's a, a great achievement I'll probably reflect on that later on um, but yeah just at the moment just a bit disappointed just with the result but um, couldn't be prouder of uh, my teammates and the way we showed up and played tonight so um, yeah I'll, I'll reflect on that a bit later You said at the launch it would be a good testing for your team and where you are are you confident that you've shown that you are up there with the likes of Tonga, Samoa, England? Um, definitely. I think we've we've just shown that um, in that 80 minutes. Um, to not get the the win tonight, um, you know, it comes down to a few few little things there during that game. But um, the way we hung in there and come out for that second half, um, you know, I think teams will be you know um, you know have to have to get up for the Cummins because. You know, if we keep playing like that, we're going to be hard to beat. Um, and then I think that the scrum uh, decision just before half time, where we probably could have taken the two points. Um, don't know why the why the penalty went against us there. Um, and then the, I think it was three three disallowed tries. Um, you know, if if we get those, where we're going in, you know, with the lead. Um, it's a totally different ball game then. Danny, what did you, particularly that second half, just that try, they must have watched it ten times before they made the decision. What did you, what did you think of that decision? Yeah, I thought it was a try. Um, I think most people um, watching would have uh, given it a try, but um, it is what it is, and we take a lot out of that game and, um, and concentrate on the, on the next game. I'm like looking forward, like taking taking the team like Tonga down to the wire. You know, some really good results for the Commonwealth last few years. Knocking off Fiji and then Great Britain game. You know, coming here first night, you you pushed them all the way. Didn't you? Yeah, it is. Uh, we, we were looking forward to this game. Um, um, the boys uh, can uh, hold their heads up pretty high. Uh, we'll take a lot out of this game. Uh, well done to Tonga. You know, they uh, they uh, won there, so we just spoke about playing for uh, ourselves and rising together and that's what the boys did so we'll uh, take a lot out of this. Alex, never fun to lose with three minutes to go, is it? It's a tough way, always hard to take. Um, <clears throat> yeah, thanks for asking me a question. Not just a pretty face, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a tough one, tough pill to swallow. Um, 
it's a couple of times it's happened to me now personally and it's never a great feeling and obviously to do it in international and lose that way Reese touched on it we, we crossed a couple of times and we, we think we should have had the lead and to lose on the bell basically uh, yeah, it's heartbreaking how does that rank as a Cornwall's performance in your time in the team? I've been a part of some great wins, um, but even in this loss, we came here on a mission to, to show that the Cornwall's are rising, and yeah, even this loss, we, we definitely showed that, and that's definitely up there at the top for sure. Before we ask you questions, thanks for Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> didn't play today? So. Oh, yeah, he um, uh, pulled up sore with a leg injury in our last training session, so... Um, just medical advice, we just rested him for this one and we'll see how he pulls up during the week. Do you think you'll be able to get him back next week? Um, not quite sure yet. So. Reese, on, on the, the 41st one, did you sort of realise or did you know it was number 41 when you were kicking it? Um, what it meant with the <laughs> world record? Yeah, well, I kind of lost count a little bit. I couldn't remember how many I already kicked. but um, Lucky they don't count training. Nearly gave it up to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I did have it in my mind, but um, yeah, it's just uh, it's my job. Like I said, like whether I miss or not, it's you know I, I need to do that. I need to get that that goal kick in, and um, I kind of just stick to my routine, and that's how I practice it. And um, try not to let the pressure get overwhelm you, because when when that happens, you tend to. Shanked them a bit. Were you, think, were you thinking number five on it had to be on the bloody top line? <laughs> it was more the um the the rod rod disallowed try the one that was the one I was worried about because um, that was uh, that was right on the touch line. So yeah, it was pretty shit along. Sorry, um, <laughs> it was the field on that on that touch line was really soft and um, yeah, I was a bit worried about that one. But yeah, it got disallowed. So um, yeah. Just a message from um, Papua New Guinea um, to post Korea. Um, you guys were down at half time. What was the message going into the sheds and, and to actually come back and level it, nearly <coughs> winning the game? What was that message and what was the team spirit to sort of get up? Um, yeah, just believe. We, we felt we were the, the better team. We crossed the, the line and it was just unluckily, uh, it didn't count. So. Um, yeah, we definitely thought we were the better team, and just to keep at it, keep kicking them in corners, um, not the little chip kicks that didn't didn't work for us. Just get, you know, get in the grind, and um, that's what worked for us in the second half and got us in a position to win. Stanley, that's a real benchmark for the players to build from here, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, like I said, we'll take a lot out of this. Um, go back, um, uh, review, uh, obviously what we can do better. There's still always things we can get better at, and. Yeah, this game will um, give us a lot of confidence. <clears throat> Reese, it's been a, an interesting year for yourself at Leeds, and obviously you lost your father right at the start of the season. What was it like to pull on that jersey again, produce a really good performance, equal a world record after the year you've had? Yeah, it was, um, you know, it was a special moment. I think um, this morning when I was getting my messages from my brothers, um, you know they were they were excited. They were getting ready. Um, you know, setting their alarms for the game. And um, yeah, my my second oldest brother put up put up a photo of dad in in his Kumul gear. And um, yeah, that that made me a bit emotional. But yeah, just tonight I just wanted to do my job for for the team. Um, 
because yeah, I don't want to be like this in front of my teammates. So um, yeah, it's just I've been waiting three years to do it again. So I'm just happy I got got to pull on this jersey and um, glad glad that we've you know put in a good performance. But um, yeah, this morning through with my family, mate, it was um, that's that's what I'm doing it for, and yeah, that that made me excited today. Yeah, you, didn't, you didn't get the win, but um, Edwin was man of the match. Um, what can you say about his performance? Yeah, Edwin's uh, been in great uh, form. <clears throat> We're just um, really lucky to have him uh, available fit for us. Um, and you know, he showed, showed there um, glimpses of what he can do, and we're really excited to uh, his progression along uh, the other games coming up. Yeah, his combination, obviously, with Rocky as well, they play together. Yeah, there, there were um, a couple of times there we uh, put some shots there on that on that left edge, and um, yeah, their combination was uh, good even with Nene as well. So they'll only get better um, with the other teammates. Round one is done then. Second round of the fixture starts on Friday night with Australia versus Scotland in Coventry. Yes, they've let them into the stadium now. Wasps have uh, sadly departed uh, for their sins, but are not happy. Uh, viewers of Gardner's World and Monty Don, the host, who was you know, very upset that their programme had moved to Thursday from Friday just so they could show the rugby league. Well, Monty, tough. What can you do? And, of course, England versus France on Saturday at Bolton, the big game for the host nation. Uh, loads more stuff to come here on the 4020 channel. More almost daily podcasts when I can come up with the material to do so. Uh, plus, sometime this weekend, we'll have an interview with part of the cultural festival of the tournament and the three women going in to the Hall of Fame in a few weeks' time. So stay tuned for that. And, of course, tonight we're live in St. Helens. That podcast up on Friday as well. Next week, next Tuesday, we're in Wigan. I'm not exactly sure where, but we're in Wigan. So keep your eyes out for that. And keep listening to 4020. And a special thanks to all our viewers in Papua New Guinea and Tonga who are watching all our videos on YouTube. Uh, They're not listening to the podcast, but they're watching their videos. So, you know, fair play to them. I can't blame them, really. I was crossing the street when I met the love of my life. I chased after her. Nothing would stand in my way. Not the dog walker, nor the hot dog vendor. Finally reaching her, I asked, what do you call that amazing smell? Um, it's Gain Flings. Gain Flings. My love had a name. But more importantly, it had a scent. Fall in love with Gain Flings. Seriously good scent. Try Gain Flings today with special savings at Family Dollar. Sports Social Podcast Network.